On this episode of the Film Optics Podcast, we have a plethora of DC announcements to talk with you today, especially their Fan Dome events. We also have Chris from the Geekly Goods YouTube channel who will be joining us on today's discussion. So let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, where we bring you the headline hot takes of entertainment news. I'm your host, Christian, and today we will be talking about the world of film, TV, and everything pop culture related. And I'm joined by my good friend uh, and my co-host, Devin. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing swell. It's, it's the weekend. It is the weekend. And you know what? We have a special guest here with us. We have Chris over from Geekly Goods. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing guy. I'm doing guys great. Oh, I just got <laughs> dyslexic. I'm doing. I'm doing great, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm. I'm super excited to uh, to talk some movies with you guys. Heck yeah. yeah, man! We got a lot to talk about. DC can't stand to. They're they're in the spotlight yet again. This is I think week five of DC thumbnails for me, mm-hmm. and they just. <laughs> it is what it is, man. I mean, it's. I mean, it's it's good news. It's you know, it's nothing bad. I mean, some some of the news was a little off-putting with HBO Max, but you know, we're I think we're we're past that. Um, but yeah, we, we got some good DC news to talk about with their uh, DC fandom. But uh, before we begin today's topics, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor for the time being, uh, Podbean, and iHeartRadio, and of course, we are live here every Thursday evening on YouTube, and this will be um, uploaded as uh, the po- our, our traditional podcast form on a Friday. So that's always fun to uh, you know let everybody know that. But uh, guys, let's get into some comic book news. So we, we have a lot of, th- there's a little bit of DC news out there, but of course DC has announced a fandom virtual event for fans. The fandom. Fandom. And I wanted to get everybody's thoughts about this. And we'll let our um, our special guest, Chris, go first. You know, what are you excited for? What are you expecting? And do you think Marvel should be doing the same thing? Um, yeah, Marvel should be doing the same thing. Like, what the hell? <laughs> um, but I think it's a great idea, um, given the cultural... Ever since AT&T bought Warner Brothers... Um, Things have been changing. Uh, so, I mean, what they have going on with HBO Max, Zack Snyder bringing in his Justice League, um, they're heavily promoting that, like Disney Plus did with The Mandalorian, uh, as being their, like, send-off vehicle, so to say, so to speak. Um, I'm excited for where DC could go on from here. Um, I wasn't about a year ago, but I honestly, I can't wait to see um, some some more stuff for Justice League. I mean, that's what I'm really excited about. I hope they drop something about Green Lantern. I'm really excited to see something about that. And obviously, I'm a huge Batman fan. Love to see some Batman news. But I really think it's a great idea on DC's part to do this. And I'm, I'm really excited. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, De- Devin, uh, you got any uh, hot takes about this? Yeah, I, I know, know you're. I know everyone <laughs> is excited for some hot Pennyworth news. <laughs> they dropped that. They dropped that name in the list of things that are gonna be there. It's just like, <laughs> who who's excited for that? No Big one. Pennyworth fan? No, no, not at all. 
I love I love Alfred. I love the duality between him and Bruce, but no, I don't. I think know. it's on some absurd TV channel too. Yeah, it's on Ep- uh, Epics or something like that. Epics. Yeah. Uh, not not FXX Triple X. No. It's on oh, some fine. failing. It's on Quibi. <laughs> Check it out. It's on Quibi. Is it really on Quibi? No, it's not. It on might on as well. Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well be though. Oh my gosh! But yeah, so um, so this this DC fan dome uh, announcement and uh, shout out to Geekly Goods. Uh, hello uh, for uh, welcoming, joining you into our chat. I cannot talk today. I'm sorry. I've been like, I've been like half sick with a little bit of food poisoning. For those of you who don't know, um, and I had a little bit of car trouble earlier as well, but I got that all taken care of, so I'm, I'm sitting pretty right the now. The world is testing you. Right, no kidding. <laughs> I was just about to say that. You've had Seriously. Epic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit better now, but still, you know, I'm hibernating this weekend anyway, so i got some, uh, some video games to play later on. But, uh, yeah, so this, um, this event is supposed to include, you know, um, News for Aquaman, uh, the Batman, Batwoman, Black Lightning, DC Superhero Girls, Le- DC Legend of Tomorrow, um, you know the, the Shazam, the, the whole the whole this nine is, yards. Be a, lot of, a lot of star power there too. Yeah, like the really favorite is. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, <laughs> no, well it's no, about time. I, I'm not a fan of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but in the right movies, it's okay. He's the perfect character in the right film. In, 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 like, goofy movies, yes. I just can't take him seriously in, like... I mean, Skyscraper, Ooh, come on. Yeah. That oh. was rough. That was very rough. But, like, I enjoyed his performance in Hobbs and Shaw. But, like, I didn't really like him And Oh, my God, what was it? The more I, that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is actually The Rock, the better. <laughs> That's my opinion, because he, he, has, <laughs> he has charisma. And he's he he's really good at comebacks. He's very smart. He's he can think five moves ahead of you. We and we put him in films where he's the dad. Like what the fuck? <laughs> no, this guy, this dude needs to be killing Martians and shit. He needs to be like battling <laughs> as Superman. You know, I think he's gonna yeah. crush it as Black Adam. I think that's one of the best castings since Superman in the DCEU. Uh, it's Ooh. one of the best castings. I mean, that's me personally. Hot take. Uh, oh, honestly, honestly, that that is I I I would. I, I mean, he definitely, you know, has a bill for it. I am very interested to see what he does, um, with especially this event supposed to be uh, showcased in August. I believe the 22nd. I could be wrong. But, sure. I mean, this, I, I really hope they announce something to where it's like, hey, we're going to take all of the DC Universe and then put it on HBO Max. Because, honestly, why not? And I think they need to do that because that's what I want to happen. Because it's just, it, this is supposed to be HBO Max. It's supposed to have all of your content, you know, it's supposed to be your flagship title. And it just, I mean, it is, it is, but it isn't. But I am very excited for DC fandom. Um, so we, we know that Marvel hasn't really, you know, done anything when it comes to this. But, um, I mean, I'm hoping Marvel kind of, Marvel kind of follows suit with that, but. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But did you guys have uh, anything to touch on before we uh, move on to our next bit of news here, which I wanted to get someone's opinion on because that's going to be pretty cool with Spotify. The, the DC news keeps rolling. Yeah, it does. You want to take this one, Devin? Yeah, it looks like Spotify has signed a deal with Warner Bros. 
exclusively for um, DC, a slate of DC scripted podcasts, which is Oof. interesting. What? A scripted, a scripted podcast seems Like a radio weird. show? Kind of. It's it looks like it's a all new podcast starring Batman, Wonder Woman, or Bugs Bunny could be streaming sure. through your headphones. <laughs> it oh, looks like the deal it Lord. gives Spotify like oh first look rights to like original scripting narrative um so it's like stories. Reading, it's basically like reading comics aloud, kind of. Yeah. But it's supposed to be exclusively on Spotify, but like Batman I don't know reads, a lot. Is, like <laughs> reads his own comic to you. Like. <laughs> it was the dead of night. <laughs> she, yeah, exactly. I mean, if Kevin Conroy does the voice, I'll do it. I'll. I'll oh, that would be I'll sign awesome. up for that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about this, but I wanted to get your guys' opinion first before I go. But uh, we'll start with Devin this time around. I mean, I don't really know how this is gonna work. I mean, I guess I'll give it a shot. It could, it could be entertaining. <laughs> I mean, they're just going to be reading comics, it feels like. Yeah. Is it not um, like a show like where, you know, Batman and all those characters, they talk like we are right now? Is it like that? Or do we not know really anything other than just Spotify, Warner Brothers? It looks like it'll have new storylines that are set in the DC universe unrelated to existing movies and TV shows. So, like, there wouldn't be, like, a podcast tied to, like, Wonder Woman 1984. Would, so it's not like wanna, the Wouldn't you want to see dead. that on a screen? No. Yeah, I would want to see that on the screen. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. It's I, I, I don't like I, I like and I tweeted about this earlier today. I'm like, nothing will turn me away from a podcast faster than exclusivity to whatever platform. I personally don't even listen to podcasts on Spotify. I know there are a lot of people that do, but like to tie it down to one platform, like I mean, it's it's kind of like gaming all over again. If and like I understand, you know, Spotify, they they want like the whole podcast platform thing for them is fairly new, and we all know, you know, everyone goes to Spotify listening for music, but it's more their method is more of an all in one place where you can listen, you know, to your podcast and your music all in one place without going anywhere else, which is cool. But I listen to them on Apple Podcasts anyway, just because. I mean, it was already installed on my phone, and I just like having separate apps that, you know, serve separate features. So, I don't know. What What about you, Chris? Uh, I, I don't catch too many podcasts. Um, mm. I hunt for them if I need to. I do have Spotify. I'm hooked up if I, you know, with uh, iTunes and uh, what is it called? Applecast? What do they call it? I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, yeah. Kinda, um, yeah. But for me, I don't. I have to understand the angle. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... If yeah. I never... Me personally never once said, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm writing right now. I want to throw on... Let's... let's. I want to... I don't know. I never went... You know, I need a superhero in my head right now telling me a story. I just... Yeah. Well, the DC weird. should worry about getting their comics to people and not the podcast because there's some big shakeups going on in the comic... Physical comic industry, so... There are, yeah. I, we I, actually, would, I would like them to do something where we can get our comics more than I want to see a podcast of superheroes. Yeah, and I think this goes along with everything just being mainstream and whatnot. You know, they're trying to make it more accessible to everyone because not everyone reads comics, which is fine. Because it, it's, it's been a while since I've actually properly sat down and read a comic myself. But, um, yeah, I mean, I get it, but it's not anything I'd be very interested in. 
But something we would be very interested in, which kind of ties back to DC announcing their virtual fan events. And shout out to Geekly Goods, of course, him saying, sounds like there's going to be a Wolverine podcast. God, I, I don't know how that would uh, work out, but hopefully <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, some, some kind of way. But uh, San Diego Comic-Con has um, set a free virtual edition for Comic-Con at home. So this comes from Deadline. Um, I'm assuming it's just... I, I don't really know how Comic-Con at home is supposed to work. I'm guessing it's going to be how uh, Jeff Keighley's doing with like Summer of, Summer of Games right now. Or how you know Sony has like their state of play directs, or Nintendo has their directs, but um, I don't know. I mean, it it sounds pretty cool. Obviously, you know, free parking, everyone can experience the same thing without there, you know, being a physical space where Comic Con's taking place or San Diego Comic Con's taking place versus you know everything that we're looking from like the outside in. But uh, Chris, uh, are you excited for this at all, or uh, will you be uh, watching? Or um, no? <laughs> it, I had never been to Comic Con. It's on the list. Um, this might like this might be my closest way to see it. This like I was gonna go this year. Obviously, plans didn't didn't come up. Uh, there are right. certain things I w- uh, I'm interested in it if they're still gonna have like Hall H. If they're still gonna have people speaking. Mm-hmm. And we can just, you know, they put a camera up in the back and we just log into that camera and we can watch them talk for a while. And then, you know, if we can bounce around different, I like I said, I don't know. Like, it's hard for me to, like, say I'm excited when I don't know what they have in store. I'm waiting for some kind of, like, trailer or we're going to have these booths. I don't know how they're going to do the whole, what their plan is with the cameras. Right. So I'm excited uh, just to see, but... Yeah, I'm kind of excited too. It's, I mean, I wonder if you know, if Disney doesn't have their own thing, are they just going to kind of sneak into San Diego Comic Con and become a part of that? But it just seems that a lot of you know companies are branching out, doing their own things now because they have the money to. So it's like, why not? But uh, Devin, you got any thoughts about this? Yeah, I think this is the chance for Marvel to kind of show up. Like you mentioned earlier, they need their own kind of fandom. They always show up big at at Hall H. And mm. give the fans what they want. So I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. It just depends on like like you guys said what they're actually gonna show. Like are they gonna give us like the inside access and actually see what what fans get to see when they go inside and pay for it? Right. Because I wonder yeah. if no oh, so, sorry go no, ahead. No, I was agreeing with them too. Like, what's the price point and what do we get with that price point? If it's just a bunch of laggy screens and just displays, I don't, you know what I mean? If it's, yeah. do they just actually like hire a guy with a GoPro on his head? I don't know. Like, I'm so curious. like, do we know if they're supposed to like, they're supposed to be physically being there and then like broadcasting this out? Or is it just supposed to be like a pre-recorded type of event? Because I would rather them like stream a pre-recorded like video. And then just do it that way because that's how Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, you know, the whole lot do with their um, their uh, direct style type, you know, when it's getting information out. Like Nintendo just had their um, like a Pokemon like Nintendo Direct where it was literally they just, you know, live streamed a little pre-recorded video and boom, that was it. Mm-hmm. it. It was over. So maybe it will be something like that. Um, it is supposed to be. Um, kicking off, I think, in July. Well, the previous dates were canceled uh, July 22nd through the 26th. But 
in this article, I don't, I can't really find to see what the actual new um, dates are, unless I'm overlooking it. But that's it's whatever. Uh, let's move on here. So, um, I guess we we have a little bit of news uh, dealing with. Beyonce and Black Panther 2. Apparently, she's in talks for like a $100 million deal on three Disney pro- uh, projects, and this actually includes Black Panther 2. Um, <laughs> did, you sign, Devin, did you sign the petition? No, I didn't sign the petition. She's just not a good actress. <laughs> like She's talented as hell when it comes to singing, but she... Hello? <laughs> Anybody seen Foxy Cleopatra? I, I was just going to bring that up. I agree that she's bad, but that was a very formative part of my younger years, seeing I, her yeah, in that yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was right there with you, buddy. Um, that, was, that, was, <laughs> that was worth the price of admission. That was an awakening there. Um, <laughs> she, she was definitely foxy. Uh, but I, she, like, what's she going to play? I don't know. I, I, honest, I literally feel she like can't they act her way stuck out of her... Bag. Hundred million is a lot. That's a lot. He's got to be playing somebody big. That's Captain America shit right there. That's like, that's uh, that's some big stuff. I don't know. You know what I mean? That's like Tony Stark money. That's Tony. Yeah, that's what that is. You're right. I I was thinking Tony. I I said Cap. (laughs) No, it's just like Devin knows my feelings for. (laughs) Well, I don't know your feelings. I mean, like, like should should be like Storm or something. I don't know. Like. Who's who he needs to be casted currently? Yeah, I mean, I really hope she's not Storm. I mean, it's because I, I keep go, I keep going back to like the Lion King, and Devin already knows this. Like, I don't I don't think she like single handedly ruined the Lion King because obviously you know it it takes a village you know to to wreck a movie. Do a pro- yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But like, I mean, her her singing was fine, but I feel like it was a bit. She was like. Over singing just a bit. I'm like, okay, this is not one of your concerts. This is a children's movie. But I, I just maybe it's just I don't like the way Beyonce, like, I don't like her dialects. I don't like the way she talks, you know, just out to the public. I think she is a phenomenal singer. You know, I'm not knocking any, you know, her talent whatsoever. I, I just I don't know. I just uh, I mean, it, it's a lot of money. It's Beyonce. Like, of course, people are gonna go see it, and that's totally fine. I'm just not as excited but i am curious like devin said what is she going to be playing in like are they just sticking her in black panther 2 because I she draws tickets and everybody knows no one's going to go to probably five. yeah but i mean even with the first black panther i mean you know we had chaswick boseman and that was a stellar um, cast man um oh yeah it, it was a great cast it was all over I mean, the place I, I, Force I, mean, Whitaker. I, I don't know yeah i mean um, may, maybe she'll have a a lesser role, but I mean that's a lot of money for a lesser role. Yeah, so <laughs> that is. And she's too old to be Storm. And there no, there's no way that they're introducing the mutants anytime soon. Yeah, they, they've already mentioned that they're going to wait like five years before they get X Men in here. I wonder we how they're going to shoehorn that mutants. in. <laughs> yes, I'm very interested to see how they put that in. Um, but we we got to get new mutants out here first, <laughs> dude. <laughs> before, that film is, is just—it's never gonna happen, it's, y'all. It's cursed. It's cursed. That, that, that's it. The film sucks. They can't. They can't fix it, and they know it. <laughs> like something happened in that. Produ- Suits. I'm something like my filmmaker again, instinct like <laughs> is telling me. It's my filmmaker instincts is telling me. Uh oh. Like they like I've I've been there myself, you know, all the preparation. You go in to film it and you pull it into the editing bay and you're like, uh oh. 
I just there's nothing here. Like I can't. I don't know. That's just my feeling. It's just been delayed yeah. and delayed, and it's been. It's been recon. I mean, I remember the, watching the first concept art coming out for that, you know, and it's yeah, doesn't oh, it's seem. And then they want to do it a horror way. I get that. That's cool, but if they introduce the new mutants, it, 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 they're gonna have to say mutants. How the hell are they gonna yeah. explain that into the MCU? That is true. I'm just hoping it's better than Apocalypse and Ooh, it's Dark gotta Phoenix. Be. <laughs> well, I, but it's, actually, it's, it's still coming know. out. I don't know. I don't know. It's probably worse. Something's maybe. not right we'll in that production. I'm just I can feel it. But it's like it's like maybe there is something there that like it's still come there's a reason why it's still coming out. It might just be because of a deal that, you know, this movie has to come out at some point in time within the next year or two. But that movie is just cursed right now. But it looks like Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is also cursed. Not really. But it got delayed two months uh to fall twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. It was supposed also, to be out already. Uh, Ten also out- got pushed back. Two weeks, I think. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, more yeah, delays. What's up? Just more delays. It's never going to end. Yeah, I mean... It, I mean, at this point... I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful, you know, things are starting to open back up, but there, uh, there is that still, you know, dreaded, you know, wave two of COVID that's supposed to be happening. Right, so, in the fall. I just... Yeah. With all this delay shit, why couldn't they just start their own streaming service? This is absolutely ridiculous. Well, they do have their own streaming service. Put their, it's called I know, HBO Max. I know, I know, <laughs> what I mean... <laughs> you're right. What I mean is for, like, their theatrical releases. Like, I just oh. saw... I just saw a commercial where they said, in theaters and on demand, we should have been doing this 10, 15 years ago. You should... True. They, they should give us the option. You're not going to make your budget. No chance in hell under the COVID conditions. Are you, you going to make ten, your... You think Ten is going to make the budget? No. <laughs> no no film is going to make their budget back opening weekend. Because no one's going to go to the not. theaters. And they're going to push that those dates true. back. They need, to start, they need to start doing damage control. They need to start releasing their movies and saying, screw the theaters. Like, do the, do the film studios need the theaters? No. No. No, they don't. I mean, but... With um, Universal, they kind of broke code with AMC and Regal, which is why a lot of you know all of their movies are getting uh, pushed out of you know showing there. But I mean, I do agree. It's like you know, they, yeah, they, they do. Like they want these movies should be coming out. It's just I don't know. It's either I mean I, I would love to see these movies in theaters, but it's like under the these conditions, the world, you're not going to enjoy yourself. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, it's 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 a bit of a mixed bag. Um, it, I just don't know. It's very up in the air because even with um, what is it, Regal, they're not like requiring you to wear, yep. um, you know, protective like uh, a face mask or gloves. It's just oh, you know, you can do it if you please. And it's like, well, why wouldn't you? Like, uh, have you seen the? Everyone's seen what a you know. We should have been doing that at the movie theaters the, before. We should have all been wearing yeah. masks in the in the movie theater. Not, not many dirtier places <laughs> than a movie theater. Right. In the, exactly. My dad calls a the movie theater Maybe a, a cough box. Seriously, stuck in the though, cough box with everybody. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm surrounded by Regal theaters, and they're saying, "Oh, you don't have to." No, 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 no. First off, I, I have a problem with movie theaters to begin with, and then second. Uh, I'm not taking the risk with my family if somebody else is willing to not follow PPE. It's it's just not worth it to me. And and right. I don't I can't believe that studio is not going. 
holy shit, number cruncher guy. We're not going to make our profit back. Let's get this $20 on, on demand right now. And we can watch <laughs> it for two days. What, what? I don't understand how hard that is. It, it, unless you're really worried about the... Look, who's going to survive? Theaters or movie studios? And ultimately, the studio is. So studios need to be yeah, phasing this out. Sure. We're going to get our releases. We should have. We should have been able to see Wonder Man. We should be Wonder Man, Wonder Woman. We should be on this podcast talking about Wonder Woman '84 right now. Would you rather have seen it at home? Yes. I think it's going to take one, one blockbuster. I think Wait, it has yeah. to take one blockbuster to break through and then show it can it can work. Well, who's um, going to take that first risk? Yeah, Tenet. That's, that's the question. <laughs> Nolan's pissing know. me you, off. You know, with Christopher that Nolan's shit. not doing that. I can't that. believe he's so animate about getting this released. I understand that he shoots. I would IMAX, too, though. But it's like, at the uh, end of the day, he's at the end of the man. day, I don't think these budgets are going to be made back in the theaters. So you need to give us both. Give us the option in theaters or on demand. In theaters or on demand, because people aren't going to go, and you still want their money. You're going to get my money. And who doesn't yeah. have a big-ass flat-screen TV these days? <laughs> it, yeah, it, it, it puts everyone in a really weird um, situation because it's It's like, survival of the fittest at this point. And the, theaters, yeah, and the it, theaters are just crying babies right now, I think. Yeah, I mean, th- theaters definitely need to uh, figure out a way to adapt. I just don't know what that way is. And I've been trying to figure it out for the longest time. They could have adap- just, I think they could have adapted a long time ago. But they couldn't. I think I think it has to do with the ticket prices. Yeah, I think the ticket prices for sure because some places around the country it's just way too much. Just to you know, especially if 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 you have like a family, you know, take your your wife or husband, your your kids. You got to get them all in the car, drive X amount of miles, twenty thirty minutes to the nearest movie theater. And then everyone's got to get snacks. And, you know, you're paying for everyone's ticket. You're easily spending at least $100 for, like, a two-hour experience. So yeah, it's a like, family of four? Yeah, yeah. What do you easy. do? Uh, easy. Yeah, easy. especially. It's yeah. not like, you know, it's not like it's the early 2000s stuff. where you could take your date out to get something to eat and then go hop and watch a movie, and it was, like, 30 bucks. <laughs> it's not yeah. like that anymore. I mean, we're pretty much in And now right. movie theaters I mean, are also can- having this. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. I, they're doing this reserve thing where you have to call in advance to go see your movie. Yes, I want to see uh, yeah. Wonder Woman 84 at 7.30 on Friday afternoon. Oh, it's booked. You know what? I'm a spur-in-the-moment <laughs> kind of guy. I know a movie's out. I'm going to leave because there's one playing every half an hour. But you're telling me I have to call right. and make reservations? Oh, they're not. it's not showing, babe. Do you want to go see something else? No, Like, I'm not doing that. That yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of people aren't doing that. Yeah, especially not a lot of people are. <laughs> and I feel bad but because right. my girl, my sis, she, she works in the mm. theater. You know, she works hard. Okay. And she deserves that. Yeah. But, I mean, this COVID thing is like, you know, you, you're really going to see what the world's made of. And you're really, I mean, this is the kind of thing that forces change, that changes forever. So I yeah. really think that this is isn't going to go to go away and i think that um both sides need to come together and, and do some kind of on demand or in theaters yeah hopefully they'll figure out a really good uh, situation but it looks like the umbrella academy season two synopsis reveals what happens at the cliffhanger before we get into this chris have you seen umbrella academy at all i have only watched a few episodes of it do you um, care if we talk about the ending? I do not. It won't ruin anything. Okay. For me. <laughs> I'm just making sure. I'm man, curious. 
Some some people are very. I mean, it's been a while since I've watched it, but I vaguely remember the ending. Devin, what about you? Oh uh, yeah, vaguely remember. Just um, a lot, a lot of yelling happening. Yeah, <laughs> Ellen Page and her her suppressed powers. Um, I guess I'll just read the synopsis and then we'll just move on because I kind of I thought this was this was like an interesting story to throw in there, but um, looks like five warrants so. Five is name of character. Five warned his family so many times that using his powers to escape from Vanya's 2019 apocalypse was risky. Well, he was right. The time jump uh, scatters the siblings in time all around Dallas, Dallas, Texas, over a three-year period starting in 1960. Some have been stuck in the past for years, and some have been uh, have built lives and moved on. Um, certain wow. they are. The only ones to survive. Uh, it looks yeah, like it actually five. sounds really cool. Yeah. In all the different time periods. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um, it looks like five was the last to land, uh, smack dab in the middle of the nuclear doomsday, which, spoiler alert, turns out is the result of the group's disruption of time, uh, oh, of the timeline. Um, now the Umbrella Academy must find a way to unite and figure out what caused Doomsday and put a stop to it and return to the present timeline um, to stop the other apocalypse, all while being hunted by a trio of ruthless Swedish assassins. But seriously, no pressure or anything. So I kind of put you that. They have to stop two apocalypses and the Swedish? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the Sweden. But yeah, it's it's uh, we, we've been waiting for this forever to come out, and I am very excited that season two. I think it comes out in July on Netflix. So I, I, I J- July thirty first. Okay, there it is. Season two premieres. So I mean, it's, I it is based off of comics, but I I think it's a pretty interesting story. It kind of reminds me of um, Doom Patrol if you've watched that, Chris. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not like. You know, balls to the wall superhero action, but it it tells a more quote unquote, I guess you could say, grounded story. So it's cool. I might have to finish the rest of it and get ready for season two. Definitely, yeah, I I highly recommend it. But um, that does it for our comic book news. So let's move on to our general news. We got some pretty big stuff here. Some some uh, hilarious things and then we have a little bit of uh gaming news to wrap it all off but uh let's start off with the uh, academy awards could reportedly be postponed because of the coronavirus covid and we already got word that it has been postponed to april 25th of 2021 and the ll uh, wow i cannot talk today the eligibility period for oscars will be extended to February 28th, uh, 2021. And nominations will be announced on March 15th of 2021 as well. So I wanted to get your guys' thoughts about this. Uh, Devin, I know you've been following this very, very closely. So uh, what does this uh, spell out for you? Does this spell a good thing or a bad thing? I wonder if there's going to be any movies that try to like sneak into that like initial January and February period to get mm. eligibility for the for the Oscars here because if it was just this year there would there wouldn't be much competition currently. <laughs> we got Who would you think would win best picture? We got The uh, <laughs> Five Bloods win, winning best picture. The oh, Five Bloods would win. Yeah. We got uh we got Birds of Prey winning something. We got 
the gentleman invisible 19- man invisible man sonic um onward <laughs> uh, don't forget uh, about capone oh. oh yeah i forgot about capone yeah, there's a few others. What else did we watch? I don't this think any year? of them are Oscar Oscar worthy. Bad Boys Three. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a good one. They should do a best it, it comedic. Was, it was. They should change it. They should have a a, a category for best comedic. for comedy. Yeah, for comedy. I agree. I totally agree. Like I, I've always wanted that, but but it looks like they actually are using all ten slots for the Academy Awards this coming up Oscar. So that's. Or a good thing, I think, because they haven't really... They, they've extended... I'm curious as to how they're going to fill those spots this year, but... <laughs> it's going to be... Oh, my gosh. What else have we reviewed? I don't even know. Oh, King of man. Staten Island? King of Staten Island. Well, yeah. King of Staten Island. Um, extraction. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to win for the best good, fights choreography. <laughs> the good stuff. <laughs> Best it's shaky right. cam during a car chase goes to <laughs> Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Scoob. Oh, Love yeah, birds. I forgot about Scoob. <laughs> Scoob wins the most Simon Cowell references award. <laughs> the Willoughby's on Netflix. <laughs> so it's going to be a hell of a year. Amazing stuff. But, um, yeah, Chris, what, what do you think about this? Are there any films that you're excited that will essentially make this cut if they, you know, come out for streaming or hit theaters? Um, yeah, I think uh, Five, Five Bloods was already out. It's a great film. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's in contention uh, regardless. I really do think that it um, opens the door. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good thing. Now, Oscars isn't known for necessarily doing good things, but... This makes sense. <laughs> it, this makes sense. It does open mm. the door. I would love to see. You know, I haven't seen Tenet yet, but I'm pretty sure that's going to get some nods. Um, oh, I saw it. It was amazing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, got I my think, review already recorded. Uh, no. <laughs> Christopher Nolan is God. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm excited because it opens the possibilities for you know maybe some films that are. Um, a little, un, you know, they can sneak under the under the radar a little bit. Might have a chance. So, as an independent filmmaker, I love that idea. So, anytime that the Academy could open its doors and be a little bit more lenient and um, extend itself to more films, I think that's a positive. I totally agree, man. I'm just I'm praying for uh, you know. We, it looks like we're 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 actually finally starting to get some really good. Um, some movies on VOD, although I'm not 100% sure. Like, I mean, even with King of Staten Island, I'd rather have just owned it instead of renting $20 to view it. But, I mean, it is what it is. And I know there's a lot of other uh, universal properties where we're doing the same thing. Um, there was a few other trailers that dropped on uh, Twitter uh, throughout this week, especially within the past few days. So, uh, they look very interesting. So I'm hoping, you know, we, we get some good stuff for the coming up Oscars. But it looks like there's uh, trouble in the world of Quibi between Jeffrey Katzenberg and Meg Whitman struggle with their startup. Shocker. It looks so like Quibi <laughs> is burning through cash money, bag cash money. They're, 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 they're just burning through cash. And it's spiraling in a downwards trend. Uh, they've raised around 1.5, uh, $1.75 billion 
expected to spend another billion by October, and only five million downloads uh, within the ninety-day uh, free trial. People have, you know, been kind of testing it out. It's not very good. We did a review on it a while it, ago. It just keeps getting funnier and funnier because they they really came out and they were like, "We're gonna be the hottest shit. We're gonna change the entire streaming game." It's going to be on your phone only. It's going to be 10-minute little quick bites. And it's going to be just, HBO for your phone is exactly what they said. Now <laughs> they're just on the brink of automatic failure before the 90-day trial is even up. Who would have thought so people bad. don't want to watch 10-minute episodes? On their phone. On, on their, their phone. 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 Like, yeah. Who I mean, thought? like, I'm fine with the 10-minute episodes. I just I'm don't want to have to I'm sit a, there I'm and a guy watch who wants more. Phone. Like, you're going to get me hooked in if you give me more, not less. Well, like... Yeah, I mean, it, it would be different if their shows were actually good. I mean, me and Devin watched, like, ten episodes punked. of Punk. It was oh, so bad. So bad. There was, like, two good ones. I'm like, this should have just been a Pimp My Ride type uh, show because literally every single prank ended with, like, someone celebrity's car was messed up and, oh, oh the prank's on you. I'm Chance the Rapper. And I'm like, mm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yikes. It just no more punked. It's it's not. It's no. Haven't opened it up since we reviewed. Yeah. <laughs> so. just, just, just trying go, just to go make, away. Right. Quit trying go to away, make old baby. things that don't work anymore work. Yeah. Well, and they they sent me a, a, a notification on my phone saying, "Oh, you know, your ninety day of Quibi trial is ending soon. Click here to you know resubscribe." I was like, "I'm good." That's <laughs> where they also messed up too. I think financially they should have given it like a thirty day. Yeah, I mean, like, if you get people I, I like 90 days 90 to day. make their minds up, they're probably not going to do it. I'm thinking they could have hooked more fish in in the beginning if they would have the trial date mm. down, and then people would have been like, "Oh, I kind of like it. I don't. Oh, okay, I guess I'll, I'll subscribe." But now that it's 90 true. days; yeah. you can watch anything, all of it, yeah. that, and then yeah. go, "Nah, not for me." That's no. Yeah. That's, that's actually a really good point. because You, you're, also, you also missed this uh, very funny uh, bullet point here that it fell out of the top 50 on the Apple charts <laughs> two weeks after <laughs> launch. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, Geekly Goods uh, comments saying uh, they must stop only having it on, uh, like on your cell phone. Yeah. And it's like, I, I mean, I, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, like, it's cool if you're traveling a lot. But, I mean, you couldn't even... I don't even think you could watch it on your laptop. It had to be only on your phone. And then they backtracked and said, oh, you know, we're going to... Um, we're we're going to have it to where, you know, you can watch it on your TV. And it, but, but by that time, it's like the damage was already done because the shows just weren't that good. There was, like, a few good things that came out of it, but it's, like, nothing groundbreaking. Nothing's like, hey, you know... Like it, what it didn't give me like that Game of Thrones appeal, or it didn't give me that, um, I would say, un Umbrella Academy, or just you know anything on Netflix that you have to watch uh, that you can watch like the Five Bloods. Like you have to watch it on Netflix. Awesome, but yeah, I also think uh, Quibi it, it didn't sucks. really have like their tentpole thing. Their they should have had one yeah. show that was star studded, that mm. was really good. To get us all hooked into that, and I just I never yep. all the all the trailers I saw for their little things. I'm like, yeah, I recognize that guy from like a bit part. And yeah, they had that dude. Oh, I forget, I can't think of his name. That German guy. He was in it, mm. but that's not enough star power. Mm. Um, there was I don't think there was enough star power pushing it. I, I, but then you're right. But the mobile thing, even though I'm like, uh, -uh. 
I don't even like I'm not I'm a kind of guy who doesn't have my phone <laughs> on me all the time. And I like to watch my shit on my TV, my computer. It I just don't think it was a good it was a good idea. Oh. Yeah, I don't think it was a good look either. Oh well. R.I.P. Quibby, we'll miss you. No, I don't think no. we will, but No, we won't miss you. <laughs> I, I honestly feel bad for anybody who actually paid money for it. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't How's too. that possible with a ninety day free know. trial? It's terrible. Well, they got I mean, 50 I, I mean, million Apple downloads d- <laughs> despite of that. So 50 million people went, yay, Quibi. It, I feel like this kind of snuck up on us, the, the entire Quibi launch. It was, you know, it, like everything was I thought it was a getting, joke at first when I saw it. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is a Quibi? And why do you call it that? What the hell? The commercials <laughs> were dumb. Like, hey, John, you want to hand me that rake? Oh, uh, you know, Quibi. Ha, ha. Like, that doesn't matter. Well, I, don't, I don't get it. I they don't really get it. thought they had something. They really did. They like if you watch the interviews, it's like they were so like this is our baby. We're so passionate about this. And I feel yada, you yada, on yada, that. Yada. It probably was just like all my projects oh, wow. are my babies, and I'm passionate about it. But sometimes I, <laughs> sometimes guys, I lay a turd, and I don't try to dress it up as a pig and say, "Hey, here you go." <laughs> you mean like the Zack Snyder movie that's coming out? I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep telling people, like, I, I don't know how good the Zack Snyder movie is going to be. Like, I feel like it's just going to be more Zack Snyder within this movie. No, I think he and had then, a long time to think about it. I think he's going to take some of the things. I think he's going to, he's going to, he's worked I'm, out I'm, some I'm things. Excited. Yeah, I am too. I think yeah. he's, he's worked out some things. I think this is going to be smoother than BVS. So. Hopefully. <laughs> Please. <laughs> he, I have faith in him. As long as it's better than the theatrical release, I will give him credit. Oh, it's and that's going all to I be. care about. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we have a little bit more news here. It looks like Will Smith and uh, Antoine, uh, I can, Fuqua? Fuqua team? Antoine Fuqua. Antoine Fuqua. Fuqua. Uh, they team up. They're teaming up on a runaway slave um, movie thriller called Emancipation. So that's pretty cool. That is cool. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's interesting I that that Will Smith uh, is taking this role when he uh, declined Django. That one oh time. yeah, he did decline Django. Hmm. I don't know. Something smells fishy. Not really. But I'm, I'm interested to you know see Will Smith any more serious role. It's I feel like it's it's been a while. I mean, unless you saw Gemini Man. But mm. <laughs> Devin. Uh, I, wish <laughs> I, oh, I wish I didn't either. I didn't see it. Thank God. Dodged the bullet there. I still haven't watched Artemis. That thing should have been so. called Smith v. Smith. <laughs> Dawn Smith of horrible CGI. <laughs> Smith on me. <laughs> any, any scene that was in outside in the sunlight just made me. Yeah, when, he, I thought like it was, when he's just eating the I, ice cream outside that like <laughs> depot, you know? Yeah. And like where the soldiers are and shit. It's just like. I, I want to say that looks like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but it doesn't. Like, and that college campus scene is just the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I, oh yeah, luckily, I didn't see it. Thank God I dodged that bullet. I've dodged a lot of bullets in my day. I dodged Artemis Fowl. I will not be watching that. Nope. Well, maybe I will to see how bad it is, but we're not going to review it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it looks like um, this script is based off a true story of a... Uh, Peter, a runaway slave, forced to outwit <laughs> cold-blooded hunters and puni- in the punishing Louisiana uh, Nolans, as you can say, Louisiana Swamp, 
um, on a tortuous journey to the Union Army and his only chance at freedom. And it looks like they're uh, looking to start production in early 2021. So that's, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I mean, I'll oh, yeah, watch me anything definitely. with Will Smith in it. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll watch Gemini Man one day. <laughs> Just not now. <laughs> it's on my backlog, but it's in like the far reaches. We right just there. explained the whole movie to you. It's, uh, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, scenes pretty much. Bad scenes and. <laughs> yep. It's cliche yep. out of the wazoo. Um, there's nothing. There's not. And you know what? They were waiting. They made a lot. Like that film went through hell to get lot. made. And yeah. I can't believe they, this is they the final product. Yeah, this is. I was just. <laughs> Disappointed, uh, like I was a lot with um, uh, Bright. Bright was a little lackluster oh, and disappointed. I hated Bright. Oh, somebody who understands. So much potential there. That's why My I'm pain. pissed about that. I think that has a really cool yep. concept. Yeah. But I love the concept. The it was bed. just, it was too much in your face for me, but it is what I it could, is. I could do Bright as a series. I think that'd be great. They're you making another Bright. Oh, no. <laughs> what, not so Bright? Brighter, brighter. Yeah, brighter. brighter, bright light, bright, bright lights, the brightest, lit, <laughs> bright too. Ooh, we're bringing ultra lit, ultra lit. Um, but uh, we have a little bit of uh, Witcher news. It looks uh, for season two. It looks like Vesemir will be making an appearance, which I'm very excited about. Uh, but it looks like they are dealing away with the multiple timelines. I know Devin hasn't watched The Witcher. Have you watched uh, season one, Chris? No, no. I haven't, actually. Oh, okay. I guess I'm the only one who cares, so we'll just skip over that one. <laughs> it's fine. My wife. Enjoy, just, enjoy, enjoy your Cavillness. I will enjoy my Henry Cavillness. I will. And hopefully... Um, Mr. Mark Hamill will play Vesemir, but I kind of hope it's like an unknown actor. I, w- I want somebody new. But um, it looks like we got a little bit of a first uh, Dune. F- uh, Dune's first footage uh, is going to be shown in uh, the re-release of uh, Inception <laughs> in theaters. It looks like so that's pretty cool. Um, I'll definitely go see. In- yeah, I'm, I'll definitely go see Inception in theaters again. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think I ever saw it the first time in theaters. I did. You got to watch it in theaters. I mean, you got. I it mean, honestly, you got to watch every Nolan movie in theaters. I think. Yeah. You. Yeah. You. You really. There's so do. much cinema scope <laughs> going on. Like, yeah, it's definitely. He's one of those filmmakers where it's an experience when you go see his films. I think one of the like it's like a Spielberg or, um, uh, uh, James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I absolutely agree. It's like, why wouldn't you? But uh, that's pretty exciting. You know, maybe if my theater ends up showing, you know, Inception, I'll definitely go take a little bit of a sneak peek to see what it's all about. But I think that is between Tenet and Doom, uh, Dune, not Doom, sorry. Um, those are the two biggest releases I think are coming this year. And I'm actually kind of interested in the uh, French Dispatch as well. So Yeah, me too. Same. Yeah. But Devin, got anything uh, to weigh in on this or no? Um... Dune, it's gonna be hype. Hopefully, it's gonna be hot. Yeah, hope I'm hoping. Come on, Denis, I'm just asking you to pull through. He hasn't failed but yet. He has not. He has not. I watched uh, Arrival for the first time a few uh, uh, about a week or two ago. I loved it. I was like, oh, oh yeah. this is Arrival great. Was cool. Amy Adams. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Amy Adams to get her freaking Oscar. That's it. That's, that's all I need. 
Um, but uh, looks like uh, it pretty much does it for all of our genuine or general news. We have a little bit of video game news here we like to sprinkle on the channel, uh, Chris, instead of you know doing a separate podcast. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't, depending on how big the news is. But it looks like... Uh, Devin, you want to take this uh, first one really quick. And we, got then, a, um, we got a new Star Wars game. Star Ooh. Wars Squadrons. It's um, a dog fighting <laughs> game like they've had in the past. Ooh. First person dog fighting. Get to, get to ride around in your favorite ships. <laughs> it's 5v5. Uh, it looks like they got cross play, multiplayer and single player. Um, supports VR, which is nice. And it's yeah, you got that VR. Bucks, so oh, dude, that, that with VR would be sick. Devin's been playing a little bit of uh, Vader Immortal and some uh, Beat Saber over there. So, Oh, yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's another new Star Wars game. It's only 40 bucks. Sign me up. Uh, Chris, you got anything you want to weigh on in this? Uh, I'm excited. I remember playing, I think, it was it Red Squadron? Something Squadron for 64 when I was a kid. Nintendo mm-hmm. 64. I think that was Red Squadron. And, I mean, I could be wrong. Um, I have all like PC games. I've had you know all the Star Wars games. Big Star Wars fan. Of course, I want to sit oh, in yeah. the cockpit of these, <laughs> of these flying vehicles from a galaxy far, far away. I'm I'm super stoked. Um, the only thing I have a problem with is like, dogfighting is extremely hard. So if that's the whole element to it, like I wonder how mm. they're going to do the controls. But yeah, that, that learning curve might be pretty it might steep. be steep because even with Battlefront, the learning curve was steep. Um, when you flew, it was a completely different ball game when you got into the cockpit of a jet, or I mean a jet, a fighter. Uh, so I'm I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm I'm hopefully gonna get VR soon. So um, I'm all about those flight simulators. So I highly recommend it. I'm definitely. Do you have PlayStation <laughs> VR? I have the Oculus Quest actually. Ah, oh, see, I was trying to get an Oculus Quest months ago, right when the pandemic hit, and they were yeah. all sold out everywhere I looked. Yeah, they've Dude, been sold electronics out have been forever. gone. Yeah, you couldn't get a condenser mic on Amazon for like three weeks. <laughs> nope, <laughs> not at all. I was fortunate enough to get a mic. I mean, it was obviously way before the pandemic started, but yeah, it was a lot of things. Everyone just starts streaming, like everything, but. Um, we have a little bit. This is actually some pretty interesting, really, really big news. AT&T is looking to sell uh, Warner, uh, the Warner Gaming Unit, and this could fetch for about $4 billion. Jeez. And um, I, I mean, I already know you get, that... You get Mortal Kombat. You get the Arkham series continuations. Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of the good stuff. Superman game, maybe? Maybe. Uh, of course, AdBlocker is blocking this for me. Um, so we all know, well, for those of you who don't know who are listening, um, for Xbox or Microsoft, you know, they haven't been, when it comes to exclusives of uh, this past generation, they, they, they've been a little light. Um, they did just acquire around, uh, about, I'd say about 12, 13 studios about a year or so ago, which is really good, you know, which means more exclusive content. But um, a, lot a lot of people, people are, yeah, they're suggesting that Microsoft needs to needs to scoop this up. Like, if they could have man. Mortal Kombat and the next Batman games and like all this stuff as an Xbox exclusive, like that would be so huge for them. It would oh, be, yeah. but it would piss me off as a PlayStation Four user. Oh yeah, or soon to be PlayStation Five user. I don't want this going in the hands of Microsoft at all. We see. I felt the same way about Spider Man because I was livid. When Spider-Man PS4 came out. I didn't have a PS4 at the time, 
But I was like, since when is a superhero game, you know, tied down to one console? Yeah, that but, is bullshit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, obviously now I have a PlayStation, but like it just it bugs me that I had to go out and buy like another piece of machi- machinery to play, you know, a game with my favorite superhero like of all time. But I mean, it, I mean, it makes sense. But I mean, Sony, when it comes to Sony and Spider-Man, they only own the game rights. The I mean, not the game rights. I'm sorry. Film rights. When it comes to the game rights, um, this was more of a deal between Insomniac, Marvel, and Sony that, you know, they would make a game or a franchise that would be on PlayStation, which, of course, everyone just thinks that Marvel owns, I mean, Sony owns Spider-Man when it's only really the film rights. That's why all of the Spider-Man TV shows are on Disney+. Plus. It's like the only piece that Disney doesn't own. But Right, but I would... I mean, I'm curious to see what the what what is the marketing behind only PlayStation 4 users can have. Like aren't you minimizing the potential of people buying your stuff and playing your games if you it's not cross-platform? Yes, you are. It's been a lot of people It's like um, saying F you to Mike when you do a deal like that, you're saying F you Xbox. That's all you're doing. You do that deal just so you right. can say F you Microsoft. That's it. And, and PC cuz at least and Xbox P- seems yeah, also ex- go on PC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with you guys wholeheartedly. It's just when... Well, so, Insomniac Games it is actually owned by, like, Sony's uh, Interactive Entertainment or PlayStation Studios is now what they call themselves, I think. So, like, games, like, coming from, like, Naughty Dog or, like, Guerrilla Games or, like, God of War, all of those studios are owned by Sony. So, of course, they're going to have those studios make exclusive games for their console. For the longest time, I thought that you know, they made games to push out units. But it's actually the other way around because they really don't make that much money on the hardware. It's all about the software. They make the console so that they can sell these games so that they can make money that way because that's the pure revenue is right there. So they wanted more consoles? So they say, okay, uh, um, Spider-Man is only on PlayStation 4. Now go get the console. Yeah, it's so you just want really people weird. that it's, didn't it's, have it to get. Well, you know what? I wasn't a PlayStation user until <laughs> until Battlefield came out, Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, I'm sorry, okay. Battlefront, and I couldn't play it. So mm. I I was pissed that I was missing out on something. So guess what I bought? I bought a PlayStation Four. <laughs> but I'm not gonna go buy an Xbox, whatever the hell, if I to play yeah. my to play my DC games. I'm, yeah, I'm not I, I do think that. we are getting. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. I, I understand, and I, I agree, because I think it, we are getting to the point now where exclusivity shouldn't mean as much as it did. Like, this isn't like the 80s or the 90s anymore. Um, you, you see a lot of PlayStation exclusives are actually coming to PC, Horizon Zero Dawn, Death Stranding, etc. But, I mean, I, I hope they do, you know, it, it should be all about the games and game preservation. I mean, yeah, it's cool that, you know, we get these new consoles, like, every... Seven to ten years. Yeah, but it's it's getting a little old when it comes to, you know, I think people just want to play certain games on the platform that they prefer to play it on. But we'll see. Hopefully, my I mean, I hope uh, Microsoft exclusivity. Our next story is all about exclusives. Uh, Pokemon presents announcements. They they had a bit of a announcement here. Uh, We have a uh, toothbrush 
Pokemon Smile, a tooth brushing app for families, for little kids to brush their teeth. Because you got to brush your teeth for at least between two to three minutes. And a lot, a lot of kids don't like brushing their teeth. So Pikachu can now tell you, hey, let's brush our teeth together. And you can be like, okay, Pikachu, let's brush our teeth together. Oh, my God. And then we have a hot beverage Pokemon Cafe mix puzzle game for the Switch and mobile, which is interesting, but kind of makes sense. But mobile games is really where all the cash is at. That's like pure just, ugh. That's just a cash grab. Mobile cream. games are just cash grabs. Like, Oh, yeah. That's all it is. Absolutely. And, uh, Devin, I, I'll, I'll let you take this next one since I know you're – you're a previous Switch owner, or a more recent previous Switch owner than me. I mean, I've, I've never played Pokemon <laughs> Snap, but this announcement made the internet snap. Like, I just saw so <laughs> many people just freaking out about this. Yeah. In, a, in a good way or a bad way? No, in, in, in a great way. It's been about 20 years since, in, uh, like, Pokemon, there's only been one other Pokemon Snap game, and that was for the N64, and that was, like, 20, 21 years ago. Oh, crude. So, like, when we were kids... Essentially, it's just like crazy. I mean, it's 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 great news. Uh, Bandai Namco, I believe, is making this uh, Pokemon game, and the graphics low key look better than Sword and Shield. So, I mean, I think so at least. Um, it looks like they're gonna have. Um, well, oh, excuse me. It also looks like they're gonna have Mega Evolutions coming to Pokemon Go for those of you who are still playing. And uh, they have another big project revealed on June 24th. So that's right around the corner. I believe that is next week, next Wednesday. So everyone's thinking it will either be Diamond and Pearl remakes, remakes of a uh, previous Pokemon game, uh, or a mainline Pokemon game. So that would be pretty cool. But that about does it. Did anyone have anything they wanted to comment through Pokemon before we... Uh, Move on to our last news story. Here. I would just like to state for the record that I've never actually played a Pokemon game, and I, <gasps> I'm, a, no, I'm, a, I'm a teacher, and I, I swear <laughs> to God, if I see one more Pokemon card, I'm gonna like. <laughs> you know how many times Sounds I get like told like, <laughs> Mr. Hicks, took my Charizard Pokemon card. I'm like, why are you playing with the Pokemon cards right now? You're not even supposed to be having them out. That's why you got taken in the first place. Like, I, if I have to do that. One more time, or if one more kid asks me, do I know what this is? I don't know what a Pokemon is, guys. I'm sorry. I have no sounds idea. Sounds like things <laughs> haven't changed. It literally sounds like things have not changed since we were kids. Because when I was a kid, the exact same thing used to happen. Yeah. Like, they, but like a lot of our teachers, teachers would say, like, Pokemon. Instead yeah. of Pokemon, Poke- and we always had to like correct them. I say it wrong on purpose. I work, I work in a building that's K through six, so when the older kids come around, I'm like, "Were you playing those mm. Pokemon games?" And they're like, <laughs> "It's Pokemon." They say it like I don't know. Like they get pissed off too. Oh, we were livid. Right. <laughs> and some of them knew I was like, doing it on purpose, and they're like, "That's bullying." I'm like, "It's not bullying." Like, aren't you it's, my I grammar just, teacher? Right. I just stop bullying <laughs> if I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Yeah, you're just saying it wrong on purpose, yeah. which is actually really funny. But, uh, Devin, I know you're looking to pick up a PlayStation 5. You want to... <laughs> $700, though? I don't think it's going to be $700, because there's a might new listing. Huh? might be 800 No. No. <laughs> Maybe, but... There is. Uh, is there going to be two versions, was, like a, a 65 yeah. gigabyte and a 250 gigabyte or whatever? I don't well, know. 
There's going to be two versions. There's going to be a disc, uh, one one with the optical drive uh, built in, and one that's going to be completely discless, like the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. But we don't know the prices of them, and we don't know how much storage space is going to be between the two. It's been up in the air because some people are thinking that the um, the discless version of the PlayStation Five will end up costing more because since you don't have the optical drive. You know, you were you were relying on that storage to you know store all your games. So they're thinking maybe you'll get like a two terabyte version versus like a one terabyte version of the PlayStation Five with the optical drive. I don't know, but there was a new listing that said that I think it was in pounds though that the disc with, with the uh, PlayStation Five with uh, the disc PlayStation Five was. Five hundred? No, four five hundred, and then the discless was six. I think it was the other way around, actually. But I don't know. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts about that? I know Devin's been talking about this forever, so he, he's finally jumping on the PlayStation train, and we're gonna get him playing these uh, sweet, sweet exclusives. I mean, you want to cover half? Or? I mean, we can like split it the way we do with the video account. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just you know I'll, I'll ship it out to you every every other like month or something. <laughs> joint cust- <laughs> we got joint custody over our nine thousand dollar PlayStation Five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. We'll, 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 we'll all Chris. chip in <laughs> every week. Yeah. We can have the PlayStation Five for two days. Then we got to ship it God. to somebody else. Shipping would be too much. Like yeah. absolutely too much. <laughs> Man, but yeah, I'm I'm hoping that you know. I mean, I, I think I think the PlayStation Five is going to be probably five hundred dollars, maybe six hundred. I'm thinking five ninety nine for the yeah yeah. I'm I'm thinking no more than six hundred bucks. But if it's six hundred dollars, they really have to show us like everything. Like they have to show us, you know, th- this thing has to be like decked out with the crazy features that console players. But. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I don't know. It, it's all up in the air. I think it's all but graphics now. I think they just want you to have that real that, that graphics engine. Yeah, and it's all about the exclusives, too. Exactly. So it's, I mean, yeah. Microsoft's, ex, uh, I think their exclusive events is happening in July. So, uh, you know, they, they've, sh- they've seen what Sony's, you know, brought to the table, and now it's their turn to, you know. Well, then they, what they, it makes it. It makes it makes me think that maybe they are gonna try to buy Warner Brothers stuff so they can get some exclusivity, because I'd be pissed off in a year from now they launch their new console <laughs> and it's like a Batman edition. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That would be so. I sweet, just bought though, PlayStation like... Five and then <laughs> and then and then you're telling me all these games are gonna be exclusive Xbox games like all the DC content, Mortal Kombat, um, Injustice, and all that shit. I'm gonna be pissed. Oh, I'll, that I'll would break be insane. My ex- my, um, PlayStation out of pure pure anger. I don't yeah. want them to do and anything exclusive. Give it. Yeah. Pick another movie. Like maybe not a movie. <laughs> pick a game. The, the best of the Last of Us Three. Pick another can franchise. Be an Xbox exclusive. I'm fine with. That. Oh my god. Don't People would be the games so. That I, love I, I would be fine with it. I don't want to spend like, money there's a lot on of... two consoles. I have friends who have two consoles, and I'm like, dude. You make less oh, money I've, than I've, me. I How the consoles. hell do you have two consoles? I got to do it, Dude, man. People Priorities. Are... <laughs> Not me. No way. Devin and I were uh, rocking a few uh, multiple consoles there for a while when we were uh, younger. But those days have passed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
they're yeah, they they they've passed. Oh well, it, it it is what it is. But um, I believe that actually does it for all of our news pieces today. Uh, thank you everyone for um who came into the chat um earlier. Uh, Geekly Goods um wanted to give a shout out. And, of course, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, of course. Um, it'll be uploaded here within, um, within eh, I think it'll be processed within, like, the next 20 minutes or so. I don't know. But uh, before we do depart, I wanted to thank our special guest, Chris, from Geekly Goods for coming on. Um, it's, it's been a blast, man. Um, we've just been trying to, you know, reach out, collab with as many people as we possibly can because we're all here for the same thing. And, you know, we're all here to elevate each other and, you know, support each other in any way we can. And But uh, let everyone know, you know, what projects you have coming up and where they can find you on social media. Uh, first, I want to say thanks, guys. Uh, this has been awesome. I, I've been waiting to come on. I'm sorry I couldn't come on a few weeks ago originally oh it's all right um but you know we at geekly goods we love your stuff too um leo's a huge fan uh so thank you guys for letting <laughs> me come on and talk shop with you uh you can find me on twitter at chris actually it's on the screen right now at chris underscore hicks one one three eight um i'm currently in production on a tv show called what goes around it's a motion comic series um dealing with the end times and the you know, karma and death as two physical entities trying to figure out what's going on um, in this kind of, I would say, futurist, hyper-futuristic reality where they're not sure. So it's very, it's very interesting. It's very unique. It, it, it deals with a lot of um, Bible themes, but it, it doesn't, it's not in your face with it. It's very subtle. Um, it's written in such a way where I want you to draw your own conclusions. Um, we deal with morality, um, a, a lot of themes that are really um, interesting and unique, and I wanted to give it a different spin. And we're working with some fabulous artists, guys. The artwork for this show is amazing. I cannot speak enough <laughs> about how just awesome it is. It's going to blow everybody away. We got really talented people working on it behind the scenes with me, and um, yeah, so if you want to check us out, it's What Goes Around. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Our YouTube channel is where we're going to actually launch the series. There okay, are nice. yeah, um, there are some things going on behind the scenes, guys, that I can't really talk about just yet in regards mm. to the future of the show. But as of right now, um, we are in the process of building our audience as long as getting our first episode out, which we'll probably have sometime in the end of September. Um, nice. Yeah, so it's it's really cool. Um, I promised everybody I would drop one little thing, and we are working on our second trailer. So that is should be coming in the next few weeks. So, yeah, once again, Christian, yeah. thank you so much, man. Oh, no problem at all, man. Like, we are definitely happy to have you back on here again uh, soon. You know, definitely. We're just... Well, we're definitely going to uh, check that out, everyone. Go check out uh, the first trailer for What Goes Around. Um, so is that is that on That's on YouTube right it's now? It's on YouTube right now, and it's um, okay. you can also see it on our Facebook and on our Twitter. Oh. Okay, sweet. We're also uh, having a, I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot about one thing. I no, just you're got, fine. I just got a text message. So in, 
in response to building up our audience, um, I'm doing a like a special thank you where when, when we, once we reach 500 followers on Twitter, 500 on YouTube, 500 on Facebook, mm. five five five. Um, I'm going to live stream coloring my hair in solidarity to all the support um, that we've gotten through this whole process. And, you know, my way of saying thank you, I might as well embarrass myself for you guys, show how much I care, color the hair, let you guys see it, let you guys pick the color too. So, oh, I was going to ask, yeah, you can do right now. It's right now, the guys are uh, everyone's talking about rainbow, so it looks like we're going to do rainbow. But you guys can vote, so follow us on the social nice. medias, and you'll get to see me color my hair live. Okay, sweet. I will definitely do that. Yeah. But <laughs> absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so I believe that uh, concludes our um, episode 20 of the Film Optics podcast, uh, a.k.a. Headline Hot Takes, is, I guess you can call that our new, uh, the name of our new show. Um, I believe Devin and I are going to be reviewing King of Staten Island this weekend, but that's not the only thing that's happening this weekend because The Last of Us Part 2 is coming out tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Friday, it's already out. Um, but yes, I'm just very excited. I've made it. No spoilers <laughs> whatsoever. I'm so excited. Like I, I didn't think I was going to make it because it was supposed to come out May 29th. And then it got pushed back. I was like, oh, my God, that's almost an entire month because the entire game story got leaked. And, yeah, I am currently working on a first impressions video for it. I only have, like, the intro part um, done so far. But, you know, I'm going to game throughout the entire weekend, collect my thoughts throughout, you know, the end of the weekend, write the rest of the scripts and proceed with the rest of the video. So hopefully I'll have my Last of Us Part 2 uh, non-spoiler review up by next week sometime. I don't know the date because I don't want to rush these type of things. It takes time. And yes, I fucking made it. <laughs> proud but, of you. I'm proud of <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I know, I know Devin's I read the I read the leaks. <laughs> oh, no. It's all right. I mean, I'm just... Whew. I did. I'm not That's as hyped about, about it. I mean, I I understand the appeal of The Last of Us. I really do. Yeah. Um, but I'm I don't know. I'm not as excited. And that's totally fine. Not not every game is for everyone, and that's it's the same thing. With beauty and film and TV shows. You know, not every movie's for everybody, and it's 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 all subjective. So, it is what it is. I did think the first but game was really cool, really unique. Um, very oh, yeah. emotional. Absolutely so, loved it. Yeah. Very, very. I, I cry every time. It's cool. <laughs> but um, that pretty much does it here. Keep a lookout for our review of King of Staten Island coming out this sun this coming up Sunday. Uh, my name is Christian. That was Devin, and that was Chris. And we will see you guys in the next one. Peace. See you guys.